gentlemen brandy jay's podcast a voice to be reckoned with would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation and now here she is in five four three two one brandy jay's a voice to be reckoned with season three we are talking bullying crisis with chuck nasty of podcast Nasty Nation. Chuck and I are hitting home with our personal experiences as parents and leaving open the question of where is the accountability when it comes to protection of our youth and the right for them to feel safe when in, in their schools. This should never be taken lightly. So why is it? Everybody, you're here with me, your host Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. And today I have a special guest and a new friend. Is <laughs> he goes by the name of Chuck Nasty? Chuck Nasty, are you there? I'm right here. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. How are you going? Doing today? Doing all right. Been okay. busy. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, everybody, Chuck Nasty is here today to talk to talk with me and, and to you guys about the um, our ugly bullying crisis and the ugly, <coughs> ugly truth. And uh, Chuck has, a, actually, I, I find it to be a very interesting, um, you, you, you had, uh, your um, experience with bullying, you had different angles. I, I remember you saying that uh, <laughs> you eventually began to be the bully for the bullies, but I don't want to jump ahead, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and let you speak and let everybody know who you are, what you do, and uh, let you take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm Chuck Nasty. I am on a podcast usually called Nasty Nation. Uh, I'm the drummer and vocalist for a band called Bastard Sons of Judas Goat, uh, and I am completely honored to be on, on this podcast because uh, bullying is a problem, and like you said, I have an interesting background with being on both sides of the cards, basically. Um, I uh, was always a guy that, that I, I got picked on periodically throughout my life. Uh, always kind of seen as a freak. Uh, you know, wore black fingernail polish in high school and, you know, had half my head shaved, you know. Uh, so I was picked on from the time that I was like in, you know, elementary school, the time that I quit high school. Uh, and a little bit after that too, honestly. But uh, I, uh, I started out being friends with a lot of the people that were could be seen as tormentors. Uh, you know, they they harassed me, made fun of me, uh, physically beat me sometimes, um, and made me feel like crap. But. Uh, after a while, they kind of were like, I kind of became part of like certain groups and, uh, I kind of just, I don't know. I, I became friends with these guys, um, and thought that's how you were supposed to make friends. Um, I 
was not really, I was good at making friends, but I wasn't good at making friends. Um, at the time, I was incredibly shy about a lot of things. I'm not like I am now. And I, uh, I found myself like, you know, I would find people that I liked or, you know, in some examples when I was in middle school, there were some people that I knew from uh, when I was little that I hadn't talked to in years. And I liked them. I wanted to hang out with all of them. So I would come up to their table every morning and just harass them and be just completely jackassy and mean. Not really realizing that I was being a jerk. Just thought that's how you did things. And, um, that went on for a little while. Uh, some things went on that I realized, okay, maybe I'm doing things the wrong way. And, um, you know, basically I had a couple people tell me like, Hey man, you're not a bad dude, but, uh, you're kind of an ass. And, uh, you know, this isn't how you do things. And skipping on, I found myself standing up for the weaker man. Uh, if, if you, if you will. Um, and in certain cases I would, eat the crap out of a lot of the bullies because I didn't like how they were being. And I don't know, you, you grow up and you learn things. And lucky for me, I learned some, some things early on. That way I can make sure my kids, you know, treat people with respect, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow, okay. So um, let me ask you, okay, so when, um, when you, uh, you know, got with your, your group of friends that you know did the bullying did that how did that make you feel like did you feel like in like okay this is it I'm accepted I'm in the right place or did you have any like that kind of make you feel bad uh I didn't really feel bad at first um a lot of times I've I, I don't know how do I word this without sound stupid but I guess in a way, I, yeah, I was a part of of something, uh, you know, a part of just little groups that hung out at school and got in trouble together. Um, you know, I, I don't know, I guess kind of felt like the stereotypical, you know, leather jacket wearing, uh, food stealing <laughs> punk, you know. <laughs> and I, I was okay with it for the longest time, but I, I, I witnessed something. Um, at one time that really bothered me. Um, there was a, a couple of people I hung out with in middle school who uh, they, they had such potential as people and uh, I'm not saying any names but they uh, they were good musicians and uh, but unfortunately they were really really crappy people. Um, and I hung out with them at school. Uh, they'd give everybody a hard time. We'd give each other a hard time and we were in uh, gym class one time and there was this uh, this kid that was kind of a loner uh, he uh, was kind of a kind of a mousy looking kid you know like he, he didn't do anything to anybody he wasn't a bad kid I never talked to him just because it never came about you know I never never made friends with him not because I didn't like the kid just because it never was a thing you know I stood stood near my people or whatever, you know, my 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 freaks, and uh, everybody was kind of doing a free form, like every, everybody was playing basketball on different, you know, uh, different areas of the, the gym, and this kid's ball rolled over in our area. I walked over to grab it. Uh, this one friend who was kind of the quote unquote leader of the little group, um, 
he had been drinking vodka all day. Yeah, middle school, this kid was drinking vodka. Wow. Um, and <laughs> he, he was one of those, you know, like his, you know, his dad was abusive and he, uh, you know, he just pretty much was just taught to be, you know, an a-hole to people. Um, but he walked over and grabbed the kid's ball before I could. And the kid was like, can I have my ball back? And again, the kid being like, not really a bad kid at all. Uh, my friend, uh, quote unquote, uh, punched this kid so hard in the face, um, that like he immediately blooded his nose. And I think he knocked out a tooth. I mean, this was a little kid, like little dude, man, you know, and, uh, and my friend was a, a big guy, you know, not huge, but he had some muscles on him. And I just remember thinking how horrible that was. And it's like, man, this isn't cool. You know, it's like that this, and the, the bad thing is, is that kid that got punched, um, he had enough of being picked on by people. And um, I, it was shortly after that incident, um, he got expelled from school because he had a, uh, he had a list. Wow. Uh, yeah, people he was going to take out. And uh, so they uh, he got expelled. I don't know whatever happened to that kid. I uh, hope things got better for him. I, uh, I had, uh, this goes actually an example of being the bully of the bullies, so to speak. Uh, I had a, a neighbor of mine, a teacher actually, who had a couple of daughters that were younger than me and they were waiting out by uh, the bus stop one day and these kids were picking on them. And uh, he said he drove by and he saw these kids picking on them, but he saw me taking care of it. So he didn't even bother stopping um, because I grabbed these two kids up and launched them across a uh, front yard and told them to pick on somebody of their own size. And, uh, after that, that teacher, he was a substitute teacher, actually. Um, this is before I even met him when that happened. And he remembered me. And he got me out of so much trouble in high school. Uh, he would sneak me cigarettes. And uh, he would later be my, my next door neighbor. And, you know, so it was, it, it, and, all, and also he actually almost hired me to beat up his, uh, his daughter's boyfriend. That never happened, but he- uh, oh, Wow. <laughs> he was gonna, yeah, yeah, it was it was a thing. He, he really put a lot of trust in me. <laughs> <laughs> He saw you doing something that most would say, you know, wasn't okay, but you're for a good cause. You know, you, it was coming from a good place. You're like a, like a superhero. You're like, you're like, you know, saving somebody, you know, that was being, um, you know, attacked. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole lot more satisfying to, uh, to help somebody that's, that's really in need in some way than it is to be just a blatant jerk to people. Exactly, know? exactly. For sure. Wow. And it's interesting you say that, um, you know, the, the one kid that I ended up getting uh, expelled or suspended, you know, because of the list, which is understandable because you know, the list of what he was going to probably could have played out, you know, but yeah. like, yeah. what about the kids? It, it seems like the, the bullies or the kids that take it, you know, are part of this, you know, uh, you know, are part of what's the word for bullying, I guess, you know you know, ter terrorize people. They don't really get a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, consequences for what, what they do. And it just baffles me that in a lot of situations, 
it always end up being the one being bullied that finally had enough before any action is taken and is usually taken against the kid that was bullied. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and in a lot of cases, I mean, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy how it works out because you know it's one minute somebody's getting his rocks off by by being mean to some kid, and then the next thing you know, that same bully has got a barrel in his face and he's begging for his life. Right. And you know, uh, there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned <laughs> with yeah, this life that we live in. So so much to be learned, you know, very much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I took an interest, you know, to this um, uh, in 2019, shortly after I uh, began podcasting, um, a, a huge interest, you know, because I've always been a person that um, growing up, I just never really liked, you know, people that were just mean for, you know, to people or, or talked down to them or, or would just say, you know, just, just being mean to people just in general, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I have a son, he's 12. And, you know, I, I work in the school system, so I've been working and uh, teaching for, like, since he was, he's in seventh grade now, so I started when he was in first grade, you know, and I've watched my son, you know, develop as a young man in, in school, you know, and how kids can be and how he was treated and, and you know, uh, kids are really mean, but, you know, it's up to adults to, you're at school, you should feel safe, you know, and so we get to another school and got a little worse and I noticed that my son was at the school for a couple years and he never really had a good year like it was just constant just bullshit for him I uh I understand completely um I'm a parent um I have two kids I have a 13 year old daughter and I have a 7 year old son and uh now my, my daughter she's not She's not like technically mine, but I've I've been her dad since she was four and a half years old. I'm the only dad she knows, you know. Um, uh, she's got Asperger's and uh, and a few other things, and uh, and my son, he's on the spectrum. And growing up with her, um, and seeing you know watching her different things, you know, grow, uh, you know how she acts, you know, uh, just different things that pointed to this, that, and the other, you know, therapy, all that kind of crap that went on. And realizing that her uh, way of making friends, like I noticed that she, you know, wasn't, she wasn't making friends. She was kind of looked at like kind of a weirdo, honestly. Um, and uh, which my son, he, he he has trouble making friends too sometimes, but he's the sweetest sweetest kid uh, that you could ever imagine, you know. Which I'm sure you feel the same about your kid, you know. Yeah, uh, he, but yeah, too, I get it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's a parent's love, you know. Um, and with with her uh, here recently, there's uh, uh, been some some issues. Um, she was getting picked on at school. Uh, she got pulled out of school for a minute. Her mom pulled her out. Uh, she lives with her mom, and my son lives with me. Um, but she got pulled out of school for a minute. There was there was an incident that happened that I still don't know the 100% truth because talking about schools not doing anything, I you can't get them to tell you anything about anything. And But apparently there was a situation where my daughter, uh, I guess these girls were picking on her. 
um, some of like the more, you know, yuppie, Richie girls, you know, future cheerleaders of America kind of crap. And um, my daughter, apparently, what she said is she ran towards the girl. The girl backed up into a, a tree and she got stabbed by a branch. Um, <laughs> I don't really fully believe that story, actually, but this girl started yelling that my daughter uh, stabbed her. Um, again, don't know the 100% truth of the stuff, but she started getting picked on everywhere she went, even, even outside of school. Uh, you know, her mom works over at the local bowling alley, and, you know, there was kids that were on a bus or whatever, and they were all saying the same thing to my daughter. There were people who were, there were parents who were commenting and saying similar things like just you know wow it, it, yeah and I, I hated that man she's gone through all kinds of uh, difficulties with that kind of stuff and so she gets picked on um, when it comes down to that and you know as a parent no matter if your kid might deserve it I mean it sound bad but some kids some kids you know they kind of talk a big game and sometimes they have to be like you know cut down a little notch you know what I mean just a tad just oh, yeah, a tad. For sure. yeah yeah n not enough to like you know make them feel a certain way for the rest of their life but except for maybe like okay well I shouldn't do this or shouldn't be this way um but you don't ever want your kid going through that shit you know you don't want you don't you don't like seeing your kids say yeah it's really hard and talk you know talk about my son like I remember when I was like in elementary school you know I was a sensitive kid I got picked on for that you know I, I you know a mama's boy by trade and uh, I see him and just as loving and, and sensitive and, and nice to everyone that he is I know that at some point there's going to be that one jerk you know who's going to completely crush my my son's like you know happiness for a minute and I don't know. It's it it's it worries you, because you like you said, you know, you want your kids to go to school and feel safe. And yeah, every day, right when, right. yeah, yeah. And every day when I put my son on the bus, um, you know, he goes off on the bus, and it it takes me a second to you know I get worried because we do live in a in a, a shitty mm -hmm. time. Yeah, you know, kid, kids are mean. Like you said, kids are mean, and they're probably meaner than they ever have been. Yeah, they don't have that. That remorse or that this isn't right factor you know what i mean because they, they don't they don't get it yet they haven't experienced yeah. enough you yeah know? Uh, the, the other thing though is what makes it bad is like the the shithead kids from you know when i was in school or adults now and they've got kids and those kids are like going to school with my kids and they're being the same way they were when they were younger so this shows you it got no better you know with that parent that they they're the same you know because you know this starts such from home you know, mm -hmm. and, and you learn it. You learn the behavior from somewhere. You know, what I mean, even if it's coming from some sort of pain, the behavior is still learned somewhere. To, mm -hmm. to, that's how you. That's how you express. You know, that's how you deal with it. So apparently, the parents <laughs> still, you know, you know, from them when they were kids to now, you know, they're just a, you know, just the cycle continues. But the thing is, yeah. it's getting the, the the internet and everything with the cyberbullying and and. And mm -hmm. just do it. it's just getting just more cruel and nasty, and and, and it, it's a whole nother playing field. It's a whole nother level, which my you know red flags go off and don't understand why this isn't at the top of our nation's list. Is when kids start finding their answer by killing 
themselves committing suicide. I found out that mm-hmm. the youngest so far has been eight years old that wow. I, I read the other day that hung herself due to constant bullying. And the parents kept addressing the school as I did with this last school before this new one, you know, mm-hmm. and got nothing. They couldn't do anything. They have so many kids. You know, kids are going to be kids, yada, 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 you know. And right, so yeah. little girl went off. She didn't want to feel the pain anymore. And she killed herself. Yeah, see, that's there was that's, no that's took accountability for that or had any consequences. Not the school; yeah. they wouldn't even speak. They didn't even give condolences, you know. And no one was responsible for it. And it's like, what do you tell the kids? What do you tell them when you don't hold hold anybody accountable for it? You let them think that it's okay and that they can do it. And then yeah. if no one does anything, this is what they're gonna most likely turn out to be like <laughs> as they get older. Yeah. Well, I mean, because what it comes down to when no one, when like talking about the schools and stuff, when they don't do their job in protecting the students from anything like that, um, you know, what, 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 it's, what it's telling, you know, like you said, what, what do you tell your kids? You know, sorry, this is how it works. That's business, you know? No, yeah. you know. Yeah, like they see it as like, okay, well, then what's the point? Why exactly. should I even bother trying? Because nobody cares anyway. Exactly. Yep. You know, and it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, we have, like you said, suicide's a, a popular thing again, and that was you know that's a trend that I wish would have gone out with you know the Heather's movie in nineteen eighty right. whatever. You know, like I, I really hate that it's a thing. My daughter, uh, she showed me that apparently the movie Heather's. You remember the movie Heather's, right? Sounds very familiar. Christian uh, uh, Slater, one of the writers. It's about teen suicide. It's a dark okay. comedy. I'm gonna have to. You've never seen it. Yeah, I don't think go, I have. Go check it out. It's 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 pretty crazy to actually watch, but it's it's a pretty morbid thing. And my daughter was listening to the musical the other day and I didn't know that was the thing I'm like you're kidding me they actually have made a musical in a time period where kids are killing themselves because they just don't want to deal with it anymore they made a musical from a movie that's about teen suicide not the best uh, not the best idea in my opinion at all and in my head I'm thinking like do do these people realize what's going on (laughs) you know you know the thing is Chuck I don't know if you know if people I don't know how they cannot know you know because I mean I'm gonna be honest with you I had to go and do some research you know I, I know about this bullying thing because I, I'm seeing it you know because I'm around all these kids and then my son dealt with me you know you have yeah. kids and then you went through it so you know it you know how kids are already it exists and you probably you talk to your kids and you know what's going on with them but the world is acting like they I do not know what the hell is going on just like that shooting in LA at the end of last year Mm-hmm. And you get the news for like a good week until you hear about it, and then it's like poof, gone. And yeah. then nothing, there's nothing else heard of. Okay, what are we going to do to change this? Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I mean, you think that maybe things would have gotten better after like Columbine, right? That, that maybe somebody might have, you know, uh, I don't know, a stronger security, something, mm-hmm. and they yep. don't. Because I mean, uh-huh. there's. No, yep. look, look at how many different uh, you know school shootings have gone yep. on 
and it's still not change. It's like they can still they leave it open to kids to be able to still come in and do that same thing. Mm-hmm. And in in a lot of cases, the the crazy thing is it's it's not even always there's it's not even always a, a situation where somebody's been picked on. It's they, outside. They, outside. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Coming into coming into schools and, and blasting, you know, and I don't I don't understand it. You know, I, I you think that in the times that we in the times that we live in. Oh, what? I said it's baffling, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it really is. Because I mean, like, you know, the times that we live in they're dark. We live in very dark times. Mm-hmm. Um everyone is torn this way and that. No one knows how to think anymore. A lot of people go to social media, as you mentioned, yep. to, to figure out how they're supposed to think. There's no there's no reasoning anymore. No one, uh, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it, it, when it comes down to it, we're still, it's still a, a war of words. And at one time, you know, it was, you know, uh, with sticks and stones, you know. Yeah, break my bones on words and never hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's not the case. Yeah, that's bullcrap. Yeah, and you know, it's just—it's just—it's sickening. I mean, it's like every other week. There's okay. Well, this kid, you know, know, and that's—and sorry, I go all over the place sometimes. That's another good point. Is the fact (laughs) that you've got these kids who are picked on, bullied. They don't have a part, a place anywhere. And then where's where's the, the places a lot of these kids end up going to? Gangs or hate groups. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you you have a kid that, that, okay, he's a little scrawny white kid. He doesn't ever bother anybody, doesn't care. But, hey, these jackass skinheads or whatever pick him up. Well, now he's a part of something. And then now yeah. he's believing everything that he's being told. And then he thinks it's a good idea to go into a fucking black church and, and shoot it up or go into a Jewish church or go, you know, whatever they're called, you know, all that shit. It all, it all spawns from, from the bullying aspect. Yeah. I try to tell people that it affects everyone. You know what I mean? It trickles on down and and it it affects and it changes. So, you know what I mean? It could just tear across a whole, just, you know, a set of events that you didn't think had anything to do with each other, but it actually, you know what I mean? It's like you, you allowed this infestation to get bigger and bigger. Because see, I see a lot of people still to this day, like especially old school people. They were like, oh, back to bullying. Yeah, back in the day, you get bullied. You know, that's what it was. And you, you, you deal with it, you know, you move on or you go out in the street and you handle it and you just fight. And, you know what I mean? And, and I'm, I had, it's not okay because these bullies and, this, and the person being bullied, they carry this into their adulthood. So the person that's bullied they probably, I don't, like you said, those set of events there could happen. Or they probably mm-hmm. just a person that just doesn't know how to be, treat themselves and, and or how to even hold a rela- relationship. It, it just affects. And then the bully, the bullier, if he makes it, if you know what I mean, if he doesn't get, hopefully not, you know, in a situation where the bully had enough or he's in prison now or, you know what I mean? It, it's just, yeah. just no, it's, it doesn't just get be bullied and then boom, bam, it goes away. It kind of pisses me off when people say that. Yeah. Not sure. It's not just you know because like you said you know the you know the principals and the teachers they went oh well kids being kids just boys being boys and it's like you know how many times has that been said you know with any like with all these like you know with rape cases and murder cases oh you know it was just accidents just boys being boys 
Right. You know, kids being kids. Well, that's there's a certain point where you got you know, yeah, kids will be kids, boys will be boys, whatever. But there's a certain point where uh, you have to draw the line. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't preach to my son to go be mean to people. You know, I I tell him to have respect for everyone, and he's seven years old, and he opens the door for everybody. And he, he, you know, I feel like I'm doing some right, you know, because he does have right. respect for people. And yeah, for sure. that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, like, I, you know, look, I, to be perfectly honest, at one time in my life, I was a very hateful, hateful person. Um, you know, I, uh, I had a lot of bad, bad thoughts. Uh, I was, you know, I, I just, I was, I was a hateful person. And, uh, it's the part of my life that, you know, I, I, I can't even believe, honestly, I was the way I was in certain, in certain yeah. instances, you and know. And your proof and, could change, and that's, and that's pretty cool, and that's awesome, you know. Well, yeah, you I mean, yeah, yeah, because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have the yeah. opportunity to, like, switch, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We're all in this together. No matter what people want to believe, we're we're in this together. together. All of yep. us. We we do the same. We breathe the same. We underneath our skin and everything. We have bones. uh, We bleed the same. (laughs) You know what I mean? We are in this together. You know what I mean? And and it's you know it's it's like to me that's the side I feel like. I feel like I'm responsible for my part in this in this you know this world we live in to help make if I want my child to be in a safe place then I have to contribute and to speak up and do what I need to do to make it a safe place. I just can't do that just single out just for my son, you know, I have to, like we're together, I have to do that in general for for all of our kids. You know what I mean? We have to make it a a safe place and we have to, you know, do our part to, you know, and to making that happen. But we need all this separation. Like, you know, everybody, nobody knows how to think for themselves. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, I really feel like somebody, like alien, like who has taken over? Because <laughs> people yeah. are just too complacent with being okay with whatever it is these days. Like there's nobody speaking up, you know what I mean, for any uh, of the wrongs or the, there's no mentors. There's, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, there's no more Martin Luther Kings or, you know, somebody that's like an advocate that's like saying, no, this is not okay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just sit by right, the side, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's just everybody's kind of like zombies. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, that's that's a totally that's a totally different subject, a totally different podcast, right there. But yeah, no zombies. <laughs> that's 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 definitely a lot of a lot of how I see people these days, because yeah. it, we, you know, when you're talking about leaders being up there and trying to like show uh, some kind of positive attitude, um, we don't have that. The, the speakers that we have these days that are supposed awesome. to speak up, sp- supposed to speak up for quote unquote us Americans. Uh, are in a lot of ways the enemy. They are, yeah, yeah. You know, they have a whole other agenda. <laughs> yeah, you know? and it's 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 hard sometimes. You know, it's they you know they say like the devils and the details, and sometimes you have to kind of look and see uh, in between the lines with certain with certain people. Uh, I, first off, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from being a political person, so I'm not naming any names or anything like that. You can you can read between the lines, but yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gotten back to a point where it is power to the people, 
and it's just a matter of all of us getting our heads out of our anuses and yeah. and uh, actually doing something about things instead of just mm-hmm. being like you know if there's a problem you know with your kid in, in school instead of just having a hand put to you and you being squished away out the door you know it's like more people need to say things yes yeah you know, i go to my son I, I go to my son's school and you know they they've grown to like me there they know that i'm a good i'm a good dad they know that i love my son very much uh that i do anything well for him uh but i'm also you know uh covered in tattoos with a shaved head and a beard and i look kind of intimidating apparently and I don't let them, uh, I don't let them BS me and they know it because uh, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I don't split hairs. I say how it is. And, and yeah. sometimes you have to be that way. I've had, I've had to be kind of, uh, kind of mean to some of the teachers to, to get answers. And that's been with my, my son and my daughter's like school. Yeah. You gotta be. Cause they'll try to, they'll try to, uh, they'll try to bully you too. And they'll try to like, you know what I mean? Or, or, or make you believe. Oh things. yeah. If you can't yeah. out of your control, they'll throw that card at parents like, "Oh, you you have to bring your kid to school, because or else we're gonna call the you know what I mean." That you and I, mm-hmm. and I, 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 it just really makes me mad, you know. And that's why I also with my the you know the um, stopping the pain um, campaign I'm working on, I want it to be for parents too and let them know, like uh, I don't know if you know um, Bill Bill Foster. I did a few shows with him and um, he's got the movies a uh, showdown. Um, showdown at the Brazos and he used to be a principal for 31 years at a superintendent and so he told me a lot of you know stuff and and things that you know that that are supposed to happen that can happen and there are things that can be done versus when they, these schools tell us although it's out of our control sorry we can't do anything you know it's, it's, first of all it's bullshit you know what I mean and there's other solutions but with parents I always tell them your your duty is for your child to protect your child at all times remove 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 and and, and if they want to cause a problem which is most likely because you've sat here and and told them over and over again that your child is being you know what I mean mm-hmm. tortured and they don't want all that you know what I mean and so it's like they'll do whatever to say whatever to control the situation and to make yeah. you not so you won't say you know I mean too much or and it's just like no call, I tell kids I'm like, dude, you go to school and you tell you tell a teacher, you know, you're being picked on, you're being bullied, and, and they need to do something. And if they shut you down, don't sit down. Stand in the doorway all day long and, and, and say it to the rooftops. They'll get tired eventually. Well, you're going to get suspended for what? For, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Don't just walk away and shut down. You say, hey, oh, no, yeah. stops. You know, I want to call my mom. You know what I mean? I'm being picked mm-hmm. on, being harassed, you know? I always tell kids, go <laughs> tell your parents, talk to your parents. Yeah. You know, and let them know what's going on with you. It's the littlest thing. Let them know. It's just crazy. Even with adults, you can't even trust adults. I tell them, like, look, if you if there's ever a moment where there's an adult telling you to do something that's inappropriate or do something bad that you should not be doing, you need to go home and tell your parents. That's right, yeah. You hit another kid. You know what I mean? Because there's adult bullies, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I've dealt with a few of them. It's really sick. It's morbid and sick. When you have a person that will tell and have kids, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. fight yeah. against you know what I mean. It's it's just I don't know what's going on these days. It's, I just know that no one's saying anything. Yeah, uh, it's 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 one of those things that that you've seen uh, in the you know in the news and 
and you know in the papers and stuff they mentioned bullying and they're they're cracking down a little bit more on things but I, it's still being kind of swept off the side yeah. i mean when you think about honestly when you think about some of the bullies uh, i mean i know i don't know in your situation growing up like whatever but for me the uh the jocks the jocks were always the ones that i had a lot of issues with um even though i was asked to be on the football team and i com- completely declined that um in a very funny brutal manner but i won't even go into that um but uh they picked on me all the time and when you tried to go and tell the principal or the coach or anybody anything um they always were going to do something about it but they never did because the only thing they really ever worried about was uh their sports teams right you know i don't know it's just it's kind of funny when you when you when you really think about it you know how, how things are these days uh my mom was never afraid of you know mom knew you know our parents know that you know you go to school that eventually you're going to have to deal with somebody who's not so nice to you yeah and yeah. you know sure. we just got to prepare our kids for you know for that mean ugly person you yeah know? you know but you know growing up from when i was you know when i was younger you know there there wasn't like a, a fear you know of you know another kid stabbing another kid or, right you know, it's a whole different time now yeah that's the scary part yeah i was it wasn't like that in my time either so that's why it terrifies <coughs> me so much because you know it's gotten to be way now yeah yeah it's 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 definitely gotten to to uh scary scary uh proportions these days with uh what kids and adults will do to uh try to to show their their toughness or just to show how mean they can be yeah it's, it's and a lot of times those kids are bullying like they a lot of times they are dealing with something outside of the home or at home too or a lot of times they're being bullied or there's some kind of pain something's going on and then when they come to school they that's where they take it out on that's where they feel like they have some control but they're they're pain they're inflicting their pain upon someone else because that bullying coming from sort sort of pain you know and so it's like no one's doing anything about either about the bully you know what i mean the kid yeah. is being bullied which shouldn't have to do deal you know live that way and then you're not even you're not doing the the bully you're, any the bully any service and you're doing a disservice because you're like you're overseeing overlooking it and then you don't know what that child could be going through at home too you know right. what i mean it's like yeah. now that child has you know is has no one holding them accountable or even trying to redirect or change the behavior or see what's going on with them cuz kids they don't they're not okay some adults aren't even emotionally equipped or know how to really <laughs> process and deal with stuff so you get a kid hormones and all this stuff they have a lot to do with i wouldn't want to be a kid all over again you know the pressure yeah, no. of, you know of just being i mean at that age and fitting in and stuff you know and so it's like they don't know yeah. how to process things the way we should know how to so you just let this kid alone just to, to to have to figure out life by themselves they don't know any better in some way even though they should be held accountable it's like not even really their fault because they're not supposed to parent themselves <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah. Both of this is crazy yeah and then that's that's the, that's the sad and that's what it all comes down to it boils down to how kids are being raised 
you know yeah. oh. if you've got a if you've got a father that a father or a mother that are abusive or you know verbally or physically and and you know the the kids just gonna go and think that's just how you're supposed to act you know, or they're just going to be pissed off all the time, and they're going to take out you know their aggressions on everybody else just because they're mad. You know. Yeah, yep. and, and it forms a way of uh, one child looks towards like another. Say, for instance, like women. If, if a, a kid see, or they either are going to emulate, you know, I mean how if their father was that way with their mom, they probably have this view of women. And that they're beneath them, or they're, you know what I mean? Because I see sometimes oh, yeah. within, and I see how some boys treat. I see this one kid; he's always up in some girl's face, like, like, like just in her, in there, you know. And I, I sit back and I think, I'm like, who, where the heck have you learned that it's okay for you to constantly walk up in some woman's face and just talk to her as if she's another male? You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like that's got to be something he's learned at the scene because he does it with so much aggression. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. You know? Yeah. So that's the, his outlook I see so far. And it's okay to treat women. And it's yeah. like, that's all that's going to do is just come back to bite the, <laughs> our society in the ass because you just be growing a monster there. Yeah. I mean, you get, because you have, you have those, 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 those boys that, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a guy, in a boy's situation, you know, he sees that, you know, the mom does this and does that and the dad does it but yell you know uh or vice versa you know maybe the mom you know drinks too much and yells you know things of that nature and think that that's how you're supposed to treat each other you know and as i you know, i've been in relationships where uh the the girl which i would be dating um had very dysfunctional parents that cheated on each other they were verbally and physically abusive to each other and a lot of times she acted as if that's how it was supposed to be and it was just like man you need help (laughs) (laughs) wow and wow that's all she knew so it was like she didn't know any better wow yeah yeah just like that's that's it's it's what we're we're born and bred to, to you know be the sponges that we are to pick up whatever information that that we yeah. we see or read or whatever and sometimes it doesn't uh, it isn't just educational sometimes it becomes a life yeah that's, exactly it's about education yeah definitely yeah. for sure i think educating educational that's just not even half just part of this you know I mean because mm-hmm. with or without it, you, you can have all the education in the world. You know what I mean? And if you don't have the rest of it, then it's pretty much useless. There's nothing oh, you can yeah. do with that because you can't socialize. You're just messed up. You don't know how to act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Amongst people, you just it's just hot. Nobody likes you. You like no one. You know you can't. You're not fit to be a part of. <laughs> you know that's the normal a normal person of society. You got to learn how to socialize and. It, you know what I mean? It, it work mm-hmm. with you know what I mean. You got to know the time and the place for things, and how to speak and how to. Act. It's just and I see a lack of it. It's so much. I always sit back and I scratch my head like, dude, if that was me and I spoke to an adult like that, I would have no lips right now. Yeah, my mom exactly. Yeah, to put them in her purse <laughs> and yeah. held on. So I got my mind right. And kids these days, they just talk, just talk crazy. I'd be like, well, well. 
damn. <laughs> Kids have no respect at all for anything anymore. Yeah. And you know, you a lot of times it goes back to the parents. A lot of times, you know, you I'm just all the parents all the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, they just—they're the ones that—they're like these days. It's like there's no discipline. You know, it's just like okay, go run with Jimmy and Billy. I don't care. Go on, just yeah, get out of my. They face. don't deal with it. They're like, go on, do yeah, just go on. They're not a lot of these kids. Them, so they're like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of these kids don't know what it's like to like you know be grounded from TV for two weeks. <laughs> you know. They don't. They don't get that stuff to you know done to them, which yeah. they should. Oh yeah, yeah. No discipline. Oh, that's that's right. the biggest issue. No discipline. The kids, um, you know, and and as much as you would think, like I don't know, for me, what. You know, I didn't get like a lot of consequence, like punish, I mean, consequences uh, <coughs> being younger because I didn't, I'm not trying to toot my, or act like I was some great kid. But I mean, I, I wasn't perfect. I got in trouble, but um, I, uh, you know, didn't have much that, you know, okay, put it like this. My mom and her yelling was enough for me. <laughs> okay, that was, that right, was it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. Oh, my mom's saying, yeah, I'm talking. Hers, that right there was enough. You know, for me, but that's not everybody. You know, and now it's a different time. And now these yeah. days, kids—they're so just used to that, and they're not even listening to you anyway because they're on their, their, their gadgets or whatever. And I always tell people, you gotta take what they love the most. You know, you gotta break them down, <laughs> mm-hmm. take them phones. My son acted like he cracked. He was went through the withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. But I had to right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to stick to it too. You know, sometimes parents will be like, okay, well, caught up and be like, well, I gotta do this. Okay, go ahead. And they're just like, or they won't follow through. You know what I mean? And then, kid, and I've done that a few times. Last time I said, mm-mm, cross the lines. You know, and he just acted like it was just the end of the world. But yeah. Have, oh. I've, I've, had to, I've had to be, I'm a little bit of a pushover. And when it comes to my son, I have to be, uh, I've been trying to be a little more stern with him because he, he knows how he can pretty much get his way <laughs> just about any time so I've been trying my best to discipline him whenever he needs discipline yeah you just gotta stay in, in, role, in the role cause you know sometimes kids don't know that it hurts us to have to see them you know what I mean it's not oh, I don't yeah. enjoy it sometimes I'll be like oh you know but I've got to stay in character <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, gotta, I gotta follow through you know I can't show yeah. the weakness but you know it's like it, it pays off I always tell my son you'll thank me later <laughs> You yeah, hate right. me now. <laughs> you hate yeah, me no, now. Okay, you're doing my job right. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true though. Because I mean, like in the future, I mean, there's been times where I've, I've, you know, I've looked back on times where I was a shithead, and I've, you know, I've, I've thanked my parents for being a certain way with me. You know, because I, I don't think I'd be the the man that I am today if it, if it wasn't for being raised at least somewhat right. You know. Right. They say it starts at home, you know, and so important that, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have that, you know, the opportunity that you had or that I have had when, you know, from home, because sometimes home is the problem. Yeah. You know, know, they're not getting what they need there and home is a place they they really don't need to be. So that becomes a whole other issue. But I think it's all, I think personally, I think it's all doable. If we stop worrying about all the wrong shit, you know what I mean? Like, just back yeah. off, chill on Donald Trump for like a minute, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just let them tweet. Yeah, what he's doing right now. We got more important pressing matters going on here. Okay, we have our kids dying, and they're supposed to be the future. Okay, we're because we're not going to be here forever. So they're the future. They're going to be right. the one taking care of us. So, but what are we doing if we're not giving them a chance, a platform where they can stand on and to to do what's needed? If no one's giving them a safe place and one that is stable to do it on, so is this like the end of the world or something? Because I mean, what's what's to come next if we don't even have the right situation to put kids into to be as great as they are or they can be? Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. There's there is there is it's. it's <sighs> It's a strange reality anymore. It really is. I mean, uh, like you know, going back to kids being mean and being like meaner than they maybe used to be. You know, it's like like you said, these are the kids who are supposed to be our, our leaders, mm-hmm. and they're going to be the ones that are either leading us to uh, the promised land or uh, taking us straight to hell. So into destruction. <laughs> yeah, completely. Like because. I, I don't know. I I see some kids when I go to like school functions or whatever with my son, and I see some kids with their parents. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so grateful. I've got I've got such good kids that actually uh, uh they got a lot of promise. I'm pretty proud of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, you know, and um, I, I feel the same way. You know, we always like you said before. Well, of course, we're gonna say good things about our kids but no I really you know I mean as far like I can sit back and say these things about my son just as him as an individual he has really good qualities and he's he's like doesn't have a mean bone in his body he's like a boy's boy a guy's guy like a really yeah. good friend you know and the kids at school just like really give him a, a hard time I said, which he's that kid that if something was to happen here, we got like an earthquake or something happened, he'd be that kid that looked around for you and would want to go back and get you. Right. Like he's that 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 guy. He's stand up guy. Yeah, that's my that's my my son too. So it's like uh, he I I I, and and it makes me see like that. Okay, well I have done something. Because, you know, all parents are going to be harder on ourselves and, like, feel like we failed them. And at any, any, every time something goes, you know what I mean, goes away, it's like, oh, my God, what have I done? What did I do? What, is it, what I did not do? You know what I mean? And we just have, it's just that's how it comes with being a parent. But we really sit back and see who our kids for who they really are. And if you can sit back and see that you have a great child and that, and that they're good to others, I tell people, I judge people on how they treat other people. Them, yeah. themselves and other people. I don't really care too much for people that are shady or that I watch how you how you move with other people, how you treat other people, and that's how I kind of decide with if that's you know what I mean. Kind yeah, of okay. if, or if I want to deal with you, you know. And it's like yeah. that's and I noticed that with my son that he's very caring. You know what I mean. He thinks of others. He sees somebody on the street, and you know what I mean. And we do that often. We'll you know help somebody out. And, you know, it's always about somebody else, and um, and I dig that. So I'm like, okay, why well, did some right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, my my son's about the same when it comes to that. He, he always wants to help people. 
he always has questions about things. He he feels sad, you know, when he sees somebody that, you know, may look like they don't have, uh, you know, yeah. a good life or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, just, it makes you feel good. But again, it also goes down to like, what can I do to make them more safe? You know? Yeah. Because, you know, the ugly truth that's out there ready to just like gnaw at them and take, you know what I mean? And, and, you know what I mean? Because they're so kind and good. It's like you have to like wreck that for them. Or because the like, world is going to wreck that for them, you know? But we just want them to be yeah. able to handle it because it's going to happen. Just be able to handle it. You know, I put my son in boxing. Uh, he was already a dibbing and dabbing over a few years. But I, he's training more now just to like for the discipline and then and for protection, to be honest with you, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's kind of short, though. But uh, it's a good, it was a good way to direct his, you know, energy. And then he's not in a regular school anymore. I took him out. He, it's a school where it's just independent study and he has to just go and work, work, work. And then they go home and they work, work, work. There's no social. So I had to find a way for him to get his physical fitness and to still be able to socialize with other kids, but in a structural manner. Also yeah. shows discipline to do. Yeah, for sure. So that's the route I took, you know, and, and with dealing with, all stemmed from dealing with bullying bullying within schools at that, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I think that um, your story, you know what I mean? It, it, a successful story at that too because, you know, who you described who you used to be and the hatred that you, you held and and that's not you anymore. You know what I mean? That's like, that's amazing. And, and your kids are lucky, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure that you have plenty, plenty of stories for them too. And I think your son is gonna be, be okay. You know, all of our kids will be if we do our parts, though. You know, as parents. You know, yeah. and um, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I would love for you to, whenever you can, come back on or, or when we're, do, you know, because I'm really trying to find like a really strong foundation of people that really feel strongly about this and wanna. Uh, my foundation called Stopping the Pain. Well, nonprofit that I'm working on, you know, is to be able to stop the pain. Exactly what you know, what I mean, it says, yeah. you know, of kids feeling like they're going unheard. You know what I mean, and they have to deal with this, or either take their own life. So, I would really be honored if you know what I mean. You would want to be a part of. It's still a work in progress, but I think oh, yeah, you have sure. to really bring to to it. You um, know, I've dedicated my life to it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd be honored. Yeah, man. Just uh, any, anytime you need me for your thing, just holler at me. Okay, for sure, for sure. Good for sure. Definitely a good cause. I, I, it's, it's, that's why I was uh, so excited about being on here. Uh, what was the fact of, okay, well, let's talk about this subject. This isn't a subject that usually is, you know, mentioned at like, you know, uh, you know, dinner parties. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, good yeah. to actually go outside a little bit. It's like, okay. Let's, let's talk about something besides uh, besides horror movies for a minute. <laughs> right, right, right. For so sure. I'm definitely down. Anytime. Anytime. Yes, for sure. Okay, well, thank you for coming. And we're going to close this out, but stay, I want you to be stay on, okay? Okay. Yeah, don't go anywhere. <laughs> but everybody, so thank you for listening, tuning in with Mr. Chuck Nasty. And Chuck, you want to um, let us know, our listeners know exactly where they could find uh, anything on you and what you do, any yeah. links or anything like that? Uh, when it comes to the podcast, Nasty Nation, uh, you can find it uh, on Anchor, 
on Spotify, on Pocket Casts. Uh, you can go to uh, the Romero Pictures Indie Brigade uh, website. You can find stuff on there, uh, on me on there. Uh, there's merch on there as well. Uh, you can go to the Facebook pages, uh, Nasty Nation uh, and Indie Brigade. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, and then there's Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat, my band. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, on Bandcamp, Spotify, and all the places where you can really listen to music. Uh, yeah, and YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And um, definitely, I'll be um, putting these into my, my website when it's done and then also on my podcast too. So definitely will be, you know, your, your family of voices to be reckoned with now. So. <laughs> Oh, well, excellent. Well, thank you. I'm honored. You're so welcome. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us and have a good night. Peace. Okay. I just want to say thank you to Chuck Nasty of Podcast Nasty Nation. Thanks for coming on and sharing your personal experience as, you know, dealing with bullying when you grew up and then your personal experience as a parent and your children. You're definitely most appreciated here and thank you for shedding more light, you know, in different ways to this bullying crisis that we have and that this is a serious, serious deal, you know, and uh, as a nation, as parents, as leaders, we shouldn't tread lightly with this because as we see for facts, as the results have shown over and over again, (laughs) mass shootings, suicide who wants to think of this who wants to even have to say this is our reality but it is and whose job is it to protect our children yeah it's our job so what are we doing let's wake up let's stop the pain thank you and this is brandy jays a voice to be reckoned with peace If you would like to be a guest on the show, if you have any experience with bullying or know someone that has, or even if you haven't and just want to speak your voice, please feel free. Get in touch with me. Message me on Facebook, Brandy Singleton, or email me, brandysingleton512 at gmail.com. Thank you.